I'm Christina. And I'm Megan. And, and this, this is, is the, the Aftermath, Aftermath of Sex. quiet and that the microphone needs to be closer to me so the microphone is like almost in my mouth I feel like <laughs> it's not I can verify that it's at least <laughs> I'm not even gonna measure because then people are gonna go weird places in their brain oh. but <laughs> there is a, anyway, a vast I, difference well I'm just wondering mm. if it's gonna if this is good enough or if Christina will even be heard today, because apparently <laughs> it's like pointed right towards me. And I am all the way. We should take a picture, actually. Okay. Let's take a picture sure. for the people. Okay. And we're gonna post this. Yeah. We're gonna do a, a real time picture. Real time picture. And we're gonna just post this. And then you can see how, how... it's in my mouth. <laughs> Anyway, I it's it's just so close. I can't okay. even. I think people are usually like they put it pretty close to their mouth. Well, they? yes, but on ours it's like set for a little bit farther away because it's two of us using it, so it will it will hear our voices. It has a setting. Yeah. So then when we start using that splitter that we're getting, oh, the splitter, yeah. then we'll do it on close and it has to be like, and then we both, it actually to has to be so this is in your practice. mouth. This is good practice. Yeah. Okay. All right. Anyway, here we are. Do you want to know what's funny though? Is like Megan is literally inches away from the microphone and the plefs are still higher with my voice. I'm not even sure how that even, it's not even, I could walk across the room and still be heard. I I know. Yeah, it has to do with the tone or something. I'm just voices. loud. It's all right. Yeah. I can be loud. Okay, let's get it, girl. But usually not. <laughs> In such a calming environment, such as the pod lab. Yeah, it's so nice up here. Yeah, it is. Okay. I'm glad I claimed it as my own before the boys took over I know. and called it their, like, whatever room. I know. Oh, their man den or whatever guys want to do <laughs> in their bonus rooms, the house. <laughs> no. Hey, so we just want to yeah. take a minute and say thanks everybody for supporting us and loving us and giving us all this good feedback this week. We really have really just felt really good yeah. about all of your support. And um, we hope to keep getting stories. We need lots of birth adventures. Somebody asked me, Oh, I mean, isn't it too late? I'm like, no, no. we want to keep doing this. Yeah. Like we need all the stories. So yeah. if you have one, something that you want to share a birth adventure, a vagina mishap, a vagitale, a breastimonial, whatever you have, send it in, let yeah. us share it. Because yeah. women really love to hear all about women Yes, and their adventures. It's true. Good, bad, yeah. funny, indifferent mm -hmm. and it turns out some men 
enjoy it too. Yeah, I was really actually. I don't know that I don't think you were there. I wasn't Megan. there, but I had my own, you know, male conversations, and they were into it. Did you hear? Did I? Were you there when the the lady was like, actually? My husband, I think, listens to this podcast because oh, no. he comes home because he's a hall road trucker. Oh. And she's like, he comes home and he tells me all of the things he learned about me. And I think this is the name of that podcast. Oh, my God. <laughs> Seriously? And she's like, I'm going to have to go home and tell him that I found you guys. Yeah. yeah and I just thought that was that so, so funny. Cool. I was like, okay. And he, she's like, he loves it. Which was so fun. And then he's telling for all the people. Yeah. He's going home and telling her all about herself. That's great. I thought it was really neat. Yeah. That was neat. Yeah. So thanks, all you men out there. Yeah. For listening to us. Yeah. Being brave. Yeah. To listen to two crazy women. I know. You you can be a little much. We love being a little much, but that's all right. Yeah. We have a good time. Yeah. Well, today we're going to have a good time. Oh. (laughs) Talk about good time. (laughs) Well. I've got some history for you today. So we'll have, uh, we're going to talk about the history of cesarean sections today. I'm so excited because it is a wild tale. Wow. It is a wild tale. And I could have spent many hours talking about this, but you know, you got to kind of shorten it up for a show. So um, I'm going to, we're just going to go, let's just do it. Yeah. Just dive in. Okay. Or jump out as it might be. Oh, Yes. Oh my gosh, can I just I'm let me interrupt. Oh yeah, you knew exactly what I was saying. You yeah. know me. So Megan's uploading her um stuff and I'm putting all of the her little like sources. um sources in the show notes. And when you hover over, like a picture comes up, and there's like an infant, no, no, a toddler, a toddler <laughs> child in this like artwork being removed from the abdomen of a woman and it's like that child is the size of her legs and her abdomen combined (laughs) that was a situation like that was not that would be a reason (laughs) dude definite reason if yeah if your baby's a toddler if your baby's a toddler have a cesarean yes Well, we're not going to talk today about the reasons why we do cesareans today because we're going to have a whole full-length episode. This yes. will just be like a short history um, before we give you some more facts. So um, just in case you don't know, um, a cesarean section entails cutting through the skin, abdominal muscles, fascia, peritoneum, and then through the uterine muscles to remove a baby. Hopefully it's a baby oh. if you're having a cesarean. Oh, well, I mean, you could remove you? some other things out oh, of yeah, there. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, that's true. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. I was my, my <laughs> like, like, what kind of creatures are growing? Okay. A hairball. Right. No, I'm yeah, kidding. Yeah. I mean, that might be removed from a stomach sometime, but yeah. Oh, that's a whole nother okay, situation. Yeah, that's a whole nother story. Um, <laughs> anyway, so I always just, I've been a, a labor nurse for some time now and I love birth and I, I guess I never really dug into the history of cesareans and I just kind of always thought it was more of this like more recent um, thing, you know, a little bit more modern history that has just saved lots of women and babies. Yeah. But I, but I found out this has been going down for some time. I can tell you that I hadn't thought about the history of cesarean or the development of technique until I watched a show one time and it was like this 
show, I can't even remember the name. Nipped, maybe? I, I can't remember the name of the show. I don't even know if that's a name of a show. Okay. But I watched this episode and I had, it was so real for me that I couldn't even continue watching the show. And it had nothing to do with cesarean birth. It was just this, this, like, <laughs> <laughs> this doctor, Okay, he was he was big of the time. Okay. Right. And I don't even know what era it said in. Okay. Yeah. It was just back in the day, in the which day. was a Wednesday. Okay. Um, okay. And so <laughs> like the, it just was like, he was, he was this really influential man and he was trying like in the physician world, if sure. you will. And he was trying to master cesareans okay. or trying to figure out how to save women yeah. who needed that as an option. Yeah. But there was like no suction. Oh yeah. And there there's like, like how you cut into a woman. And yeah. so this whole episode was him trying to figure out how to have a cesarean without a maternal and neonatal death because at yeah. this time he hadn't figured it out. Right. And so I was like, Oh my gosh, that's way real. Like yeah. I'm sure this happened, yes. but like um, all of the women with Santa previous yeah. who don't have an option. Right. We're going to him as like a, like figure it out. And right. um, they would have the suction in this show that was just a crank and they would be cranking oh feverishly trying to get the blood to suction was out of the like womb. Real thing. Well, I or don't think a, so, but I felt like they they dis, like they displayed it so believingly, yeah. believably yeah. that <laughs> I'm so like just thinking about yeah. it makes me horrified yeah. at like just how scary. I mean, yeah, birth is scary now yeah. for many people, yeah. and we see it every day. But I just can't imagine back then before this was perfected, like. Mm -hmm. Just knowing you didn't have an option and right. it was just, you were going to die. You were just going to die. I can't even, it's just yeah. so real for me that yeah. that, I couldn't watch the show. I was like, oh my gosh. You were done. I have to figure out what show it was because I probably I'm could go back and enjoy it now. Highly interested. Yeah, it was, was crazy. Like a long time ago? Probably uh, several years ago. Okay. Yeah, probably eight or nine. I don't okay. even know. If you know what I'm talking about. I mean, it was pretty powerful Yeah. in terms really. of like theatrics so yeah. if you know what i'm talking about and there was like this big theater where people were watching oh wow yeah it was like you know in medicine yes surgery like yes wow. and part of it was trying to figure out how to do like epidurals and making that really? successful it was really very interesting i would like to watch this yeah so if you know what it was please uh shout it out to us yeah let us know what it is somebody know. know somebody out there knows somebody does i'm sure you described it really well <laughs> Did I? Because yeah. I hmm. I can see it. Okay. In my Perfect. All right. Very good. Okay. But yeah, it's been happening for a long time. In fact, um, even Greek mythology um, wow. talks about it. Yeah. Um, Way back. I don't know much about Greek mythology, but I um I found that Apollo was removed from his mother, his mother's abdomen. And and of course this is mythology, but um, and her name was Asclepius. I think. Okay. Okay. So Asclepius. So Apollo was moved from Asclepius's abdomen, and he was the um, or Asclepius is the founder of the famous cult of religious medicine. So anyway, just a little bit of history about interesting. that. Interesting. Yeah, interesting. I hope I got that right. 
yeah, I hope I got all that right translated right there. It was interesting to read. Yeah. Um, there's lots of references to cesarean section that appear in ancient Hindu, Egyptian, Grecian, Roman, and European folklore. Wow. So, like, really, there's a lot of um, uh, writings and stuff that, that mention this. Yeah. Um, removing a fetus from an abdomen. Um, in ancient Chinese drawings, there is um, depiction um, of what appears to be the procedure on a living woman, which is really interesting because back then, like during this time, um, a long time ago, because it wasn't until fairly recently, relatively recently, where um, they were able to sustain life. In the, mm -hmm. the mother really specifically, a lot of times to be able to save the baby. Um, but um, so that's interesting because it makes you think like, were they able to do this back then and, and have a live mother? Well, it's not it's so, documented anywhere, you know, yeah, like reliable. Right. Yeah. Um, I feel like it's, um, how do they depict that in art that she was alive? Because if you pass away, your eyes are open. Oh, that's true. How, yeah. I wonder what they were interpreting. Like, let, yeah, alive. see the drawings, but yeah. Oh, I wonder. So there must've been something that makes somebody, some historian think that, they were alive, but yeah. I, didn't, I didn't go too, too deep in that. I just yeah. found some things way back. Um, the early history of cesareans um, are really concealed in myth and probably inaccurate anyway. Yeah. But they're good stories to tell. Um, so the origin of the word cesarean is kind of unknown, but there are some people who think um, that it was that it came from Julius Caesar. Oh. And perhaps that he was named after a relative that was delivered this way. Um, it's not thought that Julius Caesar himself was born because his this way through a cesarean because his mother survived childbirth. Mm -hmm. And at this point, at this time during his time, um, they would have only been done on um, dead or dying women in um, in the area if they wished to increase the population by saving the baby. Mm. So if the mother was dying and they were like, we need more people people then they would um do the cesarean to save the baby but the mother would always die ultimately yeah because they bleed out i'm sure oh yeah there's all yeah we'll kind of yeah. get to some interesting ways Yikes. so while that was kind of early like i kind of thought about that early on most people don't think that that's where the word came from um other possible origin origins include the latin verb see a dare see a dare um, and it means to cut. Oh. Or siasones um, is also another term. Interesting. So, yeah. That's okay. kind of where they're thinking. And that was used to refer to infants born by post-mortem operations. So the, they don't even know where cesarean comes from. No. It just start like took off one day. It's like somebody yeah. saying, uh, dap me up, bro. Yeah. And, and then I, here we are. Dapping. Dapping. Yeah. It's like a thing. Yeah. So it does seem, though, that the the Latin um, terms are probably the All most right. reliable source versus just maybe it was Julius Caesar whose mother was alive. Doesn't make sense. Well, and Julius Caesar mm -hmm. doesn't sound anything like cesarean. Well, neither <laughs> does... Sisones. Well, that's Sisones is well, more similar. You're right, anyway, you're right. 
Go yeah. ahead. No, I know. So anyway, who knows? I like it. It was here. It's, it's a here. mystery. It's, what we use. it's still a mystery. Yeah. Um, it was known as a cesarean operation until the 16th and 17th centuries when Jacques Guillebet. Oh, look I, at you, I, fancy. I totally butchered that. Published a book on midwifery. Um, really? Yeah, where he introduced the term cesarean section. And that's where, his, and then it's been done. And his place. book was on midwifery. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I know. I thought it was, it was good. Fancy. Yeah, I like that. Okay. Um, so until the 19th century, cesareans were utilized to try and save the baby when the mother died um, or was dying or to remove a deceased baby to bury separately due to religious laws at the time where you could not bury a pregnant woman. So, oh yeah, my gosh, right, I know. So, can you imagine how often they were doing these postmortem cesareans? Oh no, I know. Isn't wow, that yeah. Why couldn't you bury a pregnant woman? Which, well, I didn't look into the religious laws. Okay, fine. It was... <laughs> <laughs> I just find that interesting. Yeah, I do too. I I don't know. Maybe it had something to do with the like bodies the... needed to be separated for the souls needed to be separated. Oh, I don't know. I, who knows? I I really yeah. don't know. But. Um, that was how, why it was done most commonly. Okay. So there are many thoughts about when the first successful cesarean was done, where the mom and baby survived. But there is a story. That is it most, from the 1700s? Yes, from the uh, 1500s. Oh, 1570. 15, it's, it was like 1502 or something. It was why can't, why am I thinking 70? 1700. Is this where the man did it? Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm okay. thinking of the right one, just the wrong year. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you are. You you know about this. Um, so this is the most widely accepted story. When you actually get into this, you can really get into the weeds and kind of like, okay, well, this is the first one, or this is the first yeah. one. There's lots of other different stories that yeah. are around, but this is the one that's most widely accepted. So I'm gonna talk about this one. Okay, so this is about Jacob Newfer and his wife Elizabeth. Um and although there are nuances about this story that are in question, um, some scholars doubt the story too. So anyway, who knows? But around 1500, Jacob was a veteran. Okay, you could find, he was either a veterinarian, uh, he was an animal husbandry, or he was a swine herder. He was one of those. Swine herder? But he worked with, yeah. Animals. He worked with animals. And so he had these tools that helped him deliver baby pigs. Okay. okay. So he was familiar with animal husbandry and he knew about anatomy and of animals. So okay. I'm smiling because I, so um, somebody I know yeah. was, is she breeds pigs. Okay. And she just got a lot of pigs pregnant. And so then pigs are pregnant. I don't know if you know this, but for three months, three weeks and three days. Exactly. And they all deliver on that day? They're very predictable. Three, really? three months, three weeks, three days, that apparently. It's very bizarre. So she no was idea. going around saying that she was she needed me to go pay, deliver her piglets. And I said, <laughs> I <laughs> I said, I catch babies. I don't deliver piglets. And so <laughs> so then um I must like was she anticipated a problem or no, she just oh. thought it would be fun if oh, I yeah. somebody with some experience of catching things. Okay. Yeah. And so um I was catching a baby and my uh my lovely patient was up to the shower after having her baby and 
the dad was skin to skin and the baby was trying to like latch and was like, <laughs> and they're like, look, you did help deliver a baby pig. It was super That's funny. So anyway, so that cute. just came oh up my gosh, into I my brain. Little baby pigs. Yeah. Well, did you, you, you didn't I, take her up on the offer? No, I was catching a baby. And then the oh, mom was oh, like, oh, at the same time, yeah. this was happening. I understand. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, gosh, yeah. That's great. I love that. Yeah. I'm sure she'll get more pigs pregnant again. Yeah. Yeah. That would be fun. I don't know about that, but I might be stressed. They're like little babe. Like, I don't know. Like, It cannot be they... more stressful than a human emergency that you have encountered. Yeah, but I do that every day. It... Okay. Okay, okay, fair. Okay, fair. Yeah. But, the, but that's you know, different. it's different. It's... Pigs, but apparently, you know, things can go both ways here. We're going to find out. <laughs> So Jacob and Elizabeth, they were either Swiss or Austrian. This is too like all this like, like you can't find a good source that had like says the same Swiss thing. or Austrian, very similar. No, yeah, they're in the same area though. Well, okay, fine. Yeah. Um, anyway, yeah. So we talked about how his he had this uh expert pig pig business going. Yeah. There. Um, so Elizabeth had a really long and difficult labor lasting days. Oh reportedly. yeah. And yeah, that can happen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's written that 13 midwives and two lithotomists were called on but could not help. So they had all these midwives and then lithotomists are like kidney doctors at the time. Oh, yeah. I was wondering. Yeah. Okay. Um, that's a lot that, of midwives. Where did they find them like, all? Ha- that's exactly what I was thinking. Where did they find well, there's there's not like even, 1500. There's not even 13 what? midwives in this community. <laughs> exactly. I mean, there's a fair amount, but there's there's like half that. Well, there's a few more than that. But yeah. yeah. No, but really, I, that's kind of was okay. my first thought. Like there were well 15 health you know, professionals. But midwives back then were probably just people who just were catching babies. Yeah. 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 No, you're right. So it could have just been anybody. All of the ladies it could have been all people who have had a baby. Yeah. Right. I, yeah. Yeah. Um, some sources state that Jacob went to the courts for permission oh. to do this procedure. Because yeah. he was like, my wife is going to die. None of these people can help her. I have the tools. Let me have deliver pigs. I can do this. Right. So then- can you imagine? No. Okay. Can you imagine? If this is a real true story, can you imagine? I cannot imagine. No, me neither. Because this would be wild. So the courts granted him his request. Okay. Um, which I thought was pretty um, well, forward thinking of them. Well, but back in the day, women were thought of as ca- like. That's true. They were they thought, were thought yes. of more of an animal than a yeah. human. It's true. In the 1500s, I'm not sure where we were at then, but. I'd have to go back. And- but remember, they were like the beast was within a beast. Yes, yes. The wandering womb. <laughs> <laughs> um. So he he did this. He performed surgery on, on Elizabeth using his knowledge um, of animal husbandry and his tools. Um, and he delivered his child through her abdomen. Yeah. Uh, and, and it said that they both survived. Well, oh, okay. Yeah. So he must have sewn her back up and stuff. One no, you just left her open. Well, I'm just well you'll see when we get to another. Stop. Inst- I'm, yeah, we'll get. Anyway. No. But in this particular instance so um it was one source that i read said that jacob removed her ovaries so this would never happen again 
but Elizabeth's response to this wasn't ever recorded. But honestly, How I would probably be okay with that personally myself, just going through, like being the first survivor yeah. of this. And then what, what, you know, oh my gosh, what if he did a terrible job sewing her up? It could just rupture. Well, yeah, I'm well, just, so many things. I have all the questions. Yeah. Well, there's no answers. Okay, nobody has all the questions. Nobody thought to interview this man. <laughs> well, somewhere. This swine this, farmer. I know. But if he did save his wife and child. That's super rad. Super rad. He's probably a pretty cool guy. I would say so. And yeah. man, she really married the right guy. Yeah, she did. Otherwise, she would have been dead. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Huh. I know. So many things. It's just I'm trying to process. I know. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Well, I'll just carry on while you process. All right. Okay. So um, the first recorded successful cesarean in the British Empire Empire was somewhere between 1815 and 1821. Okay. So, like, let's just think about that. That's 300 was, years later. Exactly. That's why people are like, eh. Like, he was the only one to be able to figure this out, and then nobody ever caught on and tried to do it again and figure it out. Hmm. I don't know. Well, you know, I mean, the biggest thing is going to be like infection. Even if you are able to, things happen. Yeah, I, they he might have done yeah. it. Who am I to say I wasn't there? I know, me neither. Cool. I know, but it it's know. a cool tale. It's I a cool like tale. it. I like it too. It was a fun story. Like sitting around the campfire telling stories. Yeah, they're probably not true. But, anyway. <laughs> but this one, this one has some validity behind it. And okay. This. Oh no. Is amazing. This I don't is a Milan story. Really. I don't have a whole lot of a story, but I'm going to tell you that there was this woman. And she was named Miranda Stewart Berry, I believe, but she went by James. She masqueraded as a man like in Mulan. the British Army in South Africa and did these things. She was that she did the first successful um, live cesarean sometime between 1815 and 1821. Like on herself? No, like on one of her like, patients because she was in the military. She was like a military doctor. What? Yeah. That is so awesome. Amanda, she's amazing. She's the bee's knees. Seriously. I know. I read that. I had no idea. Wow. I know. I was That's really cool. Impressed. I would have liked to meet her. And there's documentation. Yeah. This seems pretty legit from what I could find. Okay. And that was in eight... 1815 to 1821, somewhere around Somewhere there. in there. Yeah. Okay. And the woman survived? Yes. The success. Yeah. It, it was successful. successful. So that to me says that she's Crazy. I know. Wild. Anyway, I thought that was really I wonder cool. which way she cut up or down or across. Oh, yeah. I, well, Probably up and down. That know, was how it, say up and down because it transferred how, from up and down yeah. to, to transverse, you know, not yeah. that long ago. I think I talk about it here. I talk about it somewhere. Okay. Um, okay. So in 1879, a British traveler, R.W. Falcon, um, he witnessed a cesarean done in Uganda. And it appears that during this time in this area in Africa, that they were doing these successful cesareans in these small villages. What? I know, seriously. So the healers would use banana wine to semi-intoxicate the woman. <laughs> Sorry. Banana, banana wine? Banana wine, because that's what they had, maybe. I don't okay. Know. And then he would also use it to cleanse his hands. Oh, which I thought was fascinating. Yeah. And if it was, if there was any type of alcohol, it was very right. much cleaning. It was a good antiseptic. Interesting. Yeah, I thought that was really cool. Um, and also he would prep her abdomen with it. So he would like clean her abdomen. So 
they knew understood wow. something about germ theory. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, he used um, this was this eyewitness account, but he used a midline incision and uh, utilized cautery. Yeah. Randomized bleeding. Wow. I know. You just wouldn't. I, brains, they're amazing. Think of all kinds of amazing things when you, when you when need think, to. When you don't have resources around you, you just use what you have. So you cauterize. Yeah. All of those. Ble- I just have been in some recent bloody situations in the OR and I'm thinking about cautery and how little that is when we have all of this other stuff. I know seriously, but that was like a primary way that, you know, crazy. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Um, okay. So what they thought was that if you were to leave any kind of suture and cause they had developed these sutures, so they would suture the abdominal wound. So the outer wound, um, with like iron needles um, and covered with paste from roots to just help to seal it. Yeah. Oh, but they, they believed or thought probably rightfully so that if you leave, if you left some kind of these sutures within the abdominal cavity, it would cause infection. And yeah. Um, so they would massage the uterus, but they would leave it open. Oh, <laughs> no. okay. I, well, you know, they thought that it would heal back together. However, it, it, it doesn't. Okay. It doesn't. And so lots of women seem to die from complications after this. Sure. It was probably. They have an open the, womb. They have an open womb. I hmm. know. Interesting. I know. Okay. Really interesting. And then it is even interesting to me that it wouldn't come back together. You know what I mean? Because our bodies sometimes are just so amazing and they heal itself and they find a way. Well, it it is amazing. Like the surgeons that I talk to who go back in who where they're, you know, people are bleeding and yeah. they have to go in for a second look. All of those sutures that are on the uterus that are super tight when we finish yeah. are all gaping and loose when they go back in. Really? Yeah. Because Why? the uterus shrinks. Oh. I never thought about that. Yeah. So the I uterus shrinks. So it's like, how do, how does it work? I don't know. Because it does come back together. It just needs a little encouragement. Some of our MDs out there that are listening, you know yeah. who you are. Yeah. Let me know. We'll add a little clip yeah. on the beginning or the That's end of this. Really interesting. Um. Anyway, there were a lot. There were similar reports from the area, which I just thought was really cool yeah like in these little villages in africa they're that's crazy at least they're trying or saving babies maybe in babies yeah yeah i think probably a lot of babies um because they were clearly able to identify when it was necessary and i can't imagine they were quick to do it you know no right it's going to be a last resort type of thing yeah so anyway i thought it was cool um so around this time medicine was transforming in the western countries and with the advancements of anesthesia and antiseptic methods, surgeries were being performed more regularly and with greater success than ever before. Wow. Yeah. Um, sorry. Um, between, <laughs> I, lost, I had already talked about that in my notes. Um, between 1880 and 1925, many experiments were done with the types of incisions. Mm-hmm. So what was going to be the best, best incision? Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, oh my gosh, how many different types of incision on the abdomen did they try? Yeah, well, I didn't. It didn't really talk about oh. that, but I'm sure it was just straighter across, straighter across, or maybe the T incisions too, because that sounds like a good idea, right? Like when you're trying to get a human out, but it's a terrible idea if you want to heal, heal, and have another baby, or, right? You know, lower risk. But um, anyway, the um, after the discovery of penicillin the rate of infection dropped dramatically obviously well, yeah i mean once penicillin was on board like oh my gosh can you imagine i i'm curious about that like how many what the death rate just in the world was from, was infection. from infection or and how what do they call decreased. it um they called it something just um it was like oh shoot it was just like something the word was just it was used for something, but it was blanketed everything like infection and yeah. this and that and the other. Yeah. Do you remember what I, that's called? No, but you'll think of it. Uh -huh. tell me. Okay. Okay. Um, last little bit of information here. Cause now we're getting to a more modern stuff and we're going to yeah. talk about this in the next episode. But by 1938, half of births were in hospitals. Okay. So there yeah. was an increase. And I don't know if any of you out there watch call the midwife, but it's one of my favoriteest shows ever of all time. Do you know that um, my alma mater does the, um, like, does the, why can't I think of my words she today? She no words today. It's okay. I'm wordless. Yeah. Like reviews, the, scro the scripts. Oh, really? Yeah. To well, make sure it's, it's based. Like, it's oh actually, yeah. Okay. That's really cool because yeah. it is. It is literally the only medical show that I've ever watched where I think there was two episodes through all of the seasons I've watched where I was like, that seems wacky or weird. Or like, I don't yeah. really think that it went down like that because they are so well, they like really tell because the stories really they well have realistic. A, yeah. They have a whole team from, yeah. from Frontier. I, yeah. I, when it first came out, it was Frontier Nursing yeah. School that, um, did all of their screen review, yeah. screen print reviews. I didn't know that. Okay, yeah. that makes sense why yeah. I love it so much because it's just so – anyway, it's really good. But um, it's kind of um, set during this time um, in, like, the 1950s where a lot more people were having births in the hospital, you know, and so it was kind of cool to watch that show and just see the different environments in which they were doing deliveries in and how different they were. My favorite is, like, high – Hot and a hell of a lot yes. for the enemas. <laughs> yes. 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 That's so good. Um, so, yeah. So by 1938, half of births were in hospitals. And by 1955, 99% uh, of births were in hospitals. Wow. I know. That was pretty rapid. It was. And then there's been, of course, like a shift now towards like out of hospital births too. But um, access to surgical births were widely accessible by this time. They had penicillin, antiseptics, yeah. like all this stuff. And by the late 1900s, intrathecal, intrathecal anesthesia replaced general anesthesia um, for cesareans, which is really awesome because it's just safer for moms and babies. Mm -hmm. So anyway, that's like a quick history of cesareans. That's so cool. I I really liked all of this. Yeah, I learned great. some things I didn't know. I really like the history stuff because there is some really strange medical history out there yeah that we can learn from yeah i don't i can't remember the word oh it's been bothering me for the last four minutes <laughs> <laughs> it'll be fine 
That's okay. Tell me the word. Yeah, you can. Give me some mental, uh, mental sanity. Okay. Yeah. Tell me what the <laughs> word is. Somebody was telling me it's a menti bee. Don't have a menti bee. I'm like, is that really what they're calling it these days? Oh. A menti bee? Okay. A that... mental breakdown? Interesting. I haven't heard that. In me neither. It must be an East Coast thing. It must be. I was listening sure to it on one of my favorite classroom. podcasts. Oh, okay. Nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Good All old right. crime. Yeah. <laughs> Good old crime podcast. It's morbid. Podcast. Anyway. Okay. Well, thank you for listening. Don't forget to like, uh, like us, follow us, follow us, share us, share us, review us, write some reviews. It's helpful with your words. Yeah, with your words, if you don't mind, and send in your stories, your, your stories, birth adventures, all of the things, all of the things, Fatty tales. Don't be shy. Stuff. Yeah, and thank you so much for listening. Don't forget that it can be anonymous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you don't have to share anything. Who you are. I don't want to. And we'll keep, sometimes Megan doesn't even know who it is because I put the thing together. So yeah. sometimes it's only one of us that knows who you are. So true. that's possible too. Yeah. You can say, don't tell Christina. <laughs> don't tell Megan. <laughs> it's funny. I'm being silly now. All right. Well, we hope you feel enlightened. Bye. Bye.